It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins played their first home game of 2022. They kicked off a four-game weekend series against the Philadelphia Phillies. Sandy Alcantara went opposite of the right-hander Kyle Gibson. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. And for the Marlins, a much-needed victory over a really talented division rival. The team the Marlins have had some pretty good success against in recent years, but a Phillies team that is loaded here in 2022 and certainly has its sights set on big things in the new year. Sandy Alcantara started the home opener for the Marlins tonight against Kyle Gibson and the Phillies, and the Phillies jumped on Sandy in the top of the first inning on the second pitch of the night. Kyle Schwarber doubled to right center field, missed a home run by a few feet. He was singled to third by JT Realmuto, the start of a big night for the former Marlon Realmuto. So right out of the shoot, the Phillies, two batters in, had runners at first and third, nobody out for the reigning National League most valuable player, Bryce Harper. The 1-2, Alcantara to Bryce Harper, and it's lined out toward left center. Solaire moves over, going back, reaches up, makes the catch. Schwarber will tag and score. It's a sack fly for Bryce Harper. And quickly, the Phillies are on the scoreboard first. It's 1-0. But Sandy bounced back. He got Nick Castellanos to the line to left, and he struck out Reese Hoskins, ending that first inning. So the Phillies push across a run, but after first and third, nobody out. Only one run, and they had a 1-0 lead. It would stay that way with Kyle Gibson cruising along into the fourth inning. Through the first three innings, Marlins managed only one base runner. Jesus Aguilar led off the second with a single. But he was erased on a Navisael Garcia double play ball. But in the fourth, the Marlins bats finally came alive with one out and nobody on. Garrett Cooper got Miami going. On 2-2, Cooper unloads. High drive deep down the left field line. It's a fair ball and a home run. Garrett Cooper, his first of the season. And the Marlins have tied it at one in the fourth. And the Marlins weren't done in that inning. Jesus Sanchez followed with a triple. Now, while Jesus Aguilar struck out for the second out with a go-ahead man at third, Avi Garcia then drew a walk, putting two men on with two outs for another one of the Marlins' newcomers, the longtime Tampa Bay Ray, Joey Wendell. Runner breaks from first, line drive over third, base hit left field, Wendell delivers. In from third, Sanchez. Garcia's waved around third. He's going to score. It's a two-run double for Joey Wendell, and the Marlins grab the lead 3-1 in the fourth. Joey Wendell is 6-for-15 to start the season. That was his second double of the year, his first two RBIs. He sits safely in five in a row. The Marlins sent seven to the plate in that fourth inning, scored three times to take a 3-1 lead. Sandy came back with a scoreless fifth, and in the bottom of the fifth, Miami extended the lead with one out. Jazz Chisholm drew a walk. With two outs, Garrett Cooper drew a walk. Two men on for Jesus Sanchez. The 2-1 to Sanchez is on a line out to left. Schwarber coming over. He can't reach it. It drops in for a base hit. That's going to score Chisholm, stopping at second base Cooper. So Jesus Sanchez delivers his second hit of the night, and the Marlins extend the lead to 4-1. Marlins got 
two really big two-out hits. The two-run double from Wendell in the fourth inning and the Sanchez single there with two outs in the fifth. That would be it for Kyle Gibson. He was replaced by Andrew Bellotti, who got Jesus Aguilar to line foul to the third baseman, ending the inning. But at the end of five, the Marlins had a 4-1 lead. Gibson went four and two-thirds in this one after throwing seven innings of two-hit shutout ball with no walks and 10 Ks in his season debut against Oakland. Tonight, four and two-thirds, five hits, four runs all earned. He walked three, struck out six. I'll let the Garrett Cooper home run for Gibson, 91 pitches, 56 strikes. Meanwhile, Sandy was getting better as the night was going on. He pitched a scoreless sixth inning. He got the first out in the seventh with a 4-1 to lead, but then he hit Matt Veerling with a pitch, and Sandy's night at that point was over after 95 pitches, 67 strikes. Stephen Okert came on with a couple lefties doing the next three hitters. He struck out one lefty, Kyle Schwarber, but then he walked the righty, JT Real Muto. So with two outs, the Phillies down by three, had two men on for the always dangerous Bryce Harper. Veerling in second, Ramito at first, good speed out there. Harper, line drive, pass Cooper down the right field line into the corner. That's going to score two runs. Veerling scores. Here comes Ramuto on a two-out, two-run double. Bryce Harper's made this a ball game at 4-3. to three. Harper had two RBIs in six games coming in, knocked in three tonight. A wild pitch would get Harper the tying man to third with two outs in that seventh inning after Anthony Bass came on in relief of Okert. But Bass got the dangerous Nick Castellanos to foul out to the right fielder, Avi Garcia. And we went to the bottom of the seventh, Marlins four and the Phillies three. Marlins could not add on in their half of the seventh. The Phillies against Cole Solcer in the eighth inning got a hit from Didi Gregorius with one out. But Solcer then retired Johan Camargo and Bryson Stott. And when the Marlins couldn't add on in the eighth, we went to the ninth, Miami four and the Phillies three. Anthony Bender got his third crack at a save here tonight he had split his first two opportunities a blown save opening day in san francisco then he closed out the marlins first win of the year on day two in san francisco you know it wouldn't be easy tonight he allowed a leadoff hit to pinch hitter alec bohm in that ninth inning they pinch ran simone muzzati so you had the tying man at first with nobody out in the ninth inning and the top of the order coming up he had to face a dangerous lefty hitter kyle schwarber Schwarber hit into a 4-6-3 double play. Chisholm to Rojas to Cooper, and just like that, you had two outs, nobody on. But when JT Romuto followed with his fourth single of the night, the Phillies again had the tying man on. They had the go-ahead man coming to the plate with two outs in the ninth in the person of one Mr. Bryce Harper. Pitch to Harper is in the air, left field, De La Cruz. He's got it measured, and he makes the catch to end the ball game. It's a happy home opener in Miami with a big crowd on hand. The Marlins beat the Phillies 4-3. A fun night here at Lone Depot Park. A lot of different contributors from Miami on the mound and at the plate. And Miami edges the Phillies 4-3. Marlins have played six games this year. Now five of them have been decided by a single run. Marlins winning two of them and losing three. For Miami... Four runs, six hits, no errors, six men left. For the Phillies, three runs on 11 hits, no errors. Phil's stranded nine in this ballgame. Sandy Alcantara, the winning pitcher, 1-0. Sandy worked six and a third, seven hits, two runs. Walked one, struck out five, 95 pitches, 67 strikes. Kyle Gibson, the loser, he's 1-1 for the Phillies. Anthony Bender with his second save of the season. 
time of the ball game, three hours, 23 minutes. Again, a crowd of 31,184 here to see it. Marlins improved to two and four on the season. Phillies lose their third straight. They fall to three and four so far in 2022. The Marlins and Auto Nation again teaming up this year to strike out cancer. Every time a Marlins pitcher strikes out an opponent in 2022, the Marlins Foundation is going to contribute $25 to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. Tonight, six strikeouts for Marlins pitchers, meaning another $150. Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative for the season now 54 Ks through six games, an average of nine per game, and a total of $1,350 headed to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. So it wasn't a huge offensive outburst. Marlins have been desperate for that, but they got the job done, particularly in that fourth inning when Garrett Cooper had a solo home run, Jesus Sanchez tripled, and Joey Wendell hit a big two-run double. Marlins beat the Phillies 4-3 tonight. Go down the line. Garrett Cooper had that home run. Also drew a walk in the game. Jesus Sanchez went two for four. A single, a triple, an RBI, and a run scored. Jesus Aguilar had a single and a walk. So did Avisael Garcia. Avi scored a run. Wendell, the big two-run double. Biggest hit of the night for the Marlins. Jazz Chisholm had a walk and a run scored. Miguel Rojas drew a walk in this game as the Marlins take down the Phillies 4-3. Uh, Contra Six and a third innings of two-run ball for the win. Stephen Okert allowed a run in his one-third of an inning, but then Anthony Bass got the final out in the seventh. Cole Sulser with a scoreless eighth inning, and Anthony Bender, nerves of steel, getting the job done in the ninth, having to face Bohm, Schwarber, Realmuto, and Harper, and able to hang the zero as the Marlins beat the Phillies 4-3. Terrific come-from-behind win for the Marlins last night. They improved to 2-4. and four. The Phillies fall to 3-4. and four. Let's check in with Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the ball game. In three innings, not much offense, and Coop hits the big home run. How'd that turn things to be able to get this win? No, I thought it kind of relaxed the guys a little bit, got us back in the game, right? And then, uh, then we're able to add on after that. A couple of, a couple of big hits, kind of timely hits. Uh, in that inning, I thought Avi's, you know, running there gets us an extra run. Uh, and actually, Avi made some nice, really nice plays that probably get un, untalked about. Besides, I'm going to talk about them. It's those <laughs> two balls he cuts off. That ball he cuts off of Gregorius, keeping him to a single, and the Riamuto. Those are really, really good baseball plays. And so he had a, he had a really good night. Did you sense, you know, the loud crowd just every yeah, I mean, you can feel it definitely. It was quiet there for a little bit. Once Coop hit the homer, I felt like then our, our group got, got to going a little bit. Jesus Sanchez triple in that in the three running and then getting the single the inning afterward to give you guys that extra run that you guys end up needing. Yeah, and it's what Jesus has been able to do. I think obviously the triple he hits good. The other one's basically just putting the ball in play, right? It's not like, you know, he's going to get dinged for exit velocity or whatever, but it's one of those he puts in play and gives himself a chance for hits. What adjustments did the offense make as a whole the second time through against Gibson? I mean, you have talked to those guys individually, but, I mean, I know what our game plan was. Um, <clears throat> and he threw the ball really well opening day for those guys. He didn't give up any runs. Uh, and he's a guy that doesn't give in. He's going to hit corners. He's going to try to stay down. He's going to chase you both sides of the plate. So he's a guy that he's – a, he's a handful. And he talked off spring talk about settling down. I mean, what Sandy did was the epitome of settling down after the first inning. Yeah, I still don't think Sandy's got it rolling yet, honestly. He's still, like, not quite in rhythm yet. Um, but he did settle down. 
got some big outs. Um, yeah, and, and did a really nice job. You know, anytime you take Sandy out, you're like, you don't really want to do it, but we're at that point in the year that we're not going to let him go out there and, and get himself hurt. Along the Sandy lines, he, he talked a lot in spring about being a leader and to settle in, I mean, five, six pitches into the game and already be down and for him to just do his job, that, that's, that's pretty much yeah, leadership, isn't it? I think hanging in there, you're right, and it, and it comes by example. You can talk about leading all you want, but if you don't go out and back it up, so Sandy backed it up today with, you know, they came out and jumped him. They got a good hitting club. And, uh, you know, Schwarber gets it going with the double. JT jumps him. You know, Harp has a good at bat. It's like it's it's a tough group over there to handle. But Sandy settled in and started dialing his stuff in. Don, you talked about Sandy not being quite right yet, maybe not putting guys away, fi- finishing up bats, like not racking up the strikeouts yet. What, what do, you, do you want to see from him next time out to start racking up those Ks? I, I don't care about the strikeouts. I care about he got to win tonight. Right, and that's the one thing Sandy hadn't been able to do, and I think he's deserved it. We got him some runs. Uh, he made it hold up. Our bullpen came in and did their job. Um, but Sandy, just want him to keep getting. You can tell when he gets in his groove. It, it's quicker. His pace is better. Uh, he's just still not quite in that that rhythm yet. Easy to say after a win, but you said pregame you want to see the guys settle down. Do you feel like they settled down a little bit tonight and grinded out some at bats? And yeah, I mean, I felt like we grinded yesterday, honestly, or the other day. You know, we, we had seven walks in that game. It was a tough seeing day, but anyway, the, the wins are going to get you settled down. You know, you need to put some wins on the board, uh, and then the season's going to come. It's going to the games are going to keep coming. Guys are going to do their thing. So uh, that's going to happen. You just don't want to see it. I could tell they're put. They were trying really hard. Is that the type of game offensively you need? I mean, Wendell, he grinds out Gibson, hits the 2-2, and flips it into left field for the double, but those grinded-out type of bats to spark an offense? I think you just got to do it every day, you know, in this battle up and down the lineup. Whoever gets hot, doesn't. somebody's going to get hot, right? And with this club, we're going to get multiple guys hot at some point, and we're going to throw some runs up. So, uh, you know, Joey's at bat was big. Another professional at bat, from the standpoint, if he knows what he wants to do, he's – you know, the guy trying to cut him in there a lot, it looked like early. Tried to speed him up, and he just stayed with that guy. Got him to 3-2, and that's where Avi's running. Um, and, you know, obviously he's an extra run there. How deep were you prepared to let Sandy go in the seventh? Well, not really past Schwarber. I would have given him Schwarber if he gets if he doesn't hit Veerling. Hmm. You know, because then I can, you know, then I got, I just don't want to get where I'm, I'm locked in. If I don't go there, I'm locked into to a, a lefty at not the right spot. So if he if he gets the first two, you give him Schwarber, give him a shot, and then you have to go right-handed, and then you got to go through Harper. So it's like you got to make your choice, the lefties or Harper there. So I'm pleased that you a bender. I mean, that's his fourth time he's been out there. He's had to battle a little bit, but he finds the way to fight a little bit there in the ninth inning each time. No, it's good. You know, especially after the other day, he was frustrated. Um, I think the more he can have success, uh, the better it's going to be for us. And, uh, yeah, so happy for him to bounce back. That was Donnie after the Marlins scratched out a one-run victory over the Phillies in Game 1 last night. Before we hear from Sandy Alcantara and Garrett Cooper, we'll take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Sandy Alcantara, who picked up his first win of the season for Miami last night. Sandy, what were you thinking after the middle of that first inning? First of all, I want to say thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity to be outside and be healthy during the game. I mean, after the first inning, you know, I say, oh, my God, they, they are aggressive to me. You know I mean, but after that, you know, I tried to, to make my, my best pitchers, you know, and try to, to be focused on the hitter and attack them. How much more challenging for starts like this where you got guys on putting pressure every single inning? I mean, yeah, for sure, you say. You know, I mean, they've been aggressive all the time. You know, I see guys like Harper, you know. And those guys, you know, like be aggressive in the first pitch, you know. But after that, you know, I just put my mind in a great spot, you know, try to, to don't miss too much, you know, and, and throw my best pitch. And about the atmosphere tonight? The what? The atmosphere, all the fans. Woo! I love I love it. You know, when we have that kind of fan in the field, you know, we feel like we have support, you know. That's what we're all looking for. Johnny talked before the game about guys just need to relax a little after the trip. How much can this be a launching pad toward a more relaxed and just – having guys do what they're supposed to do. Just I mean, we don't feel relaxed, you know. We, we've been on the road, you know, losing a couple games, you know, but we, we feel comfortable. You know, we feel confident. We, we, know, we have a lot of confidence on the pitchers, you know, on the heater. But now we're here at home, you know, we just got we to gotta keep positive, you know, keep competing, keep working hard, and keep winning some games. And it's no secret the team didn't score many runs for you last year. They didn't score too much more today, but to have four runs up there, how nice did that feel? Uh, I mean, I feel great for that. You know, I mean, last year I don't have like that run support, you know, but I don't give up. You know, I know like this year gonna be better for me. You know, I just feel like blessed, you know, because we got like the kind of hitter like Soler. You know, Cooper is healthy now, and those guys like uh, Garcia. You know, but we have a pretty good team right now. You know, I think uh, we're gonna win some game. Sandy, what do you feel like is the next thing you can improve going forward in these next starts to start really finding your groove? I mean, yeah, just take advantage from this one on my last one, you know. I mean, take advantage, you know, take the, the bad thing that I make today, you know, and try to, to don't do that again the next Audi, you know, and prepare myself and competing. Sandy Alcantara improves the 1-0. Really had to fight last night. Had traffic on the bases in every single inning. He was on the mound, but that's what an ace does. They find a way to fight through it. He kept his team in the ball game. They ultimately come back and win it. Thanks in part to Garrett Cooper, who had a big home run his first of the season for Miami. Yeah, you know, uh, we struggled offensively on the on the road trip, and uh, you know, everyone saw that. Uh, just to just to get the first one out of the way, and you know, tie the game up, and then you know, we had some big hits after that. Uh, you know, you could feed off each other offensively. Uh, the crowd helped a lot. You know, I don't think uh, it's been that loud in my five years here. Like I said, um, you know, it was just it was a good spark to start us. Like that light show? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it was good. It was, yeah, it was good. How special was the home run for you? Yeah, it was nice. Uh, Reagan was up there, and you know, I think they got the ball. So, you know, first one as a dad is it hits differently. So, yeah, it was cool. Lots of need to get the first win out of the way. Didn't have a bad road trip, but to come back. Yeah, you know, I think the road trip didn't go as we planned, and I think you know people were frustrated, you know, offensively, you know, myself included. Just you know. So many opportunities to drive in runs in the ro- on the road trip um, to come in with some big hits, you know, with runners in scoring position. 
it's just it's part of baseball. The ups and downs, you know, I think when you start off the season, everyone's trying to do a little bit too much, myself included. It's it's uh, there's a fine line by, by you know trying to do what you want to do and what you execute to do. It's just it's a it's a tough tough shift to get over. Uh, you know, first first few games uh, coming out of spring training, you guys just guys doing too much and guys trying trying to be the hero. Um, you know, just to come out here and play baseball and do what you do. Sandy gets down. Sandy gets down one nothing after three batters, and then becomes Sandy again, real, real fast. How important is that to the dugout when you see him settle in like that? Yeah, you know, the guy got the big contract. That's that's what an ace does. Uh, you know, it's you know he's he's been doing it since I've been here. It's you know you know what you're going to get out of him. You know that 98 sinker is a tough pitch to hit. You know he's just become you know all around. You know, all-star pitcher. You know, the time I've been here, you know, just to come out there and you know get the one and you know battle battle his ass off to get you know past that one. You know, it was huge. You know, he showed him down the rest of the game, and you know, kudos to him. You know, he, you know what he's coming out there to do, and you know what you're going to get. Uh, it's just he's a good pitcher, man. Cuckoo mentioned your one to get everything Yeah, you know, the ones, the first one's the hardest uh, to get out of the way, and you know, tie a ball game up and do it in front of this crowd and. Just, it was pretty electric tonight. Uh, you know, I don't think I could hear myself think when there were two outs in the ninth. So, you know, it was just, it was just uh, you know, to get the first one out of the way, to spark the offense. You know, hitting is contagious, like I've always said. You know, if guys are going down one, two, three, and it's, it's tough to hit. So, you know, just provide that spark was big. You mentioned your first one as a dad, some renewed motivation this year after what happened in the offseason. Yeah, I think yeah, everyone who becomes a dad is, you know, they're playing for more than just yourself. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just, it's awesome. It's you know glad she was there for it. So hopefully she's coming to every game the rest of the year. So she's not having any nights off. Garrett Cooper after the Marlins victory over the Philadelphia Phillies last night. Again, the Marlins two and four. The Phillies are three and four. Tonight, six forty. Zach Eflin versus Pablo Lopez. We're on the air at six ten with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. 